Welcome back to the show. So this episode, unfortunately, is a little bit shorter because I asked a bunch of really cool, juicy questions that turns out might not be too uh, compliant with the regulatory body. Uh, but anyways, whatever we have left, that's still juicy nonetheless. On with the show. Uh, all right. So, Steph, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yes. All right. First episode where I'm not in my bedroom <laughs> on a Zoom uh, call. Right, why don't you tell us about the nature of your business? Um, so I run a tutoring agency called LeapFrog Learning Tutors, and essentially I pair teachers with students um, for the purposes of tutoring. Mm -hmm. And we provide in-home tutoring with um, certified teachers um, in all subjects and all grades. All subjects and all grades? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like K to 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. And do you do any of the teaching yourself, or do you just uh, mm -hmm. focus on assigning the... Uh, tutors with the students? I'm a teacher myself. I have my Bachelor of Education from U of T. However, I don't personally tutor. So I find other teachers who are certified and qualified and I screen them and I interview them and I make sure that they please check and then I uh, match them with the appropriate students. And being a teacher myself, I can advise them mm -hmm. of what works and what doesn't work. Um, if they have any challenges with the student, they come to me and I support them with that, finding resources for them, etc. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when did you realize that you wanted to start this business specifically? Um, so being a teacher, I knew that the classroom setting wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. um, I just realized that it was hard to cater to students with high needs in a ratio of 1 to 30. Um, one teacher and 30 students. And so okay. um, after Teachers College, I had gone some experience with tutoring um, and really saw the benefit to one-on-one -on -one tutoring. Just uh, investing in the students holistically. Their, um, study habits, their confidence, their comprehension of the material, um, and just getting them to understand themselves better as a learner. Yeah. Um, and then I just saw an opportunity with um, being able to pass on my experiences with holistic tutoring to other teachers, other tutors. Okay. Yeah. So what makes it holistic specifically? Um, holistic in the sense that we're not just focusing on content. So I know a lot of the other tutoring companies out there um, primarily just get a tutor, get a teacher, and just send them out, and they focus on um, just memorization or understanding of the content, but I see that there's greater need to um, develop students holistically, so yeah. um, as I mentioned before, the confidence building, um, if they don't believe in themselves and they don't, um, if, they, if they have more of a mindset, a fixed mindset, so yeah. just believing that you're intelligent or you're stupid, yeah. I'm allowed to say that. Are you allowed to say? You're allowed to say anything you want on this podcast. <laughs> okay. I don't know what your will happen to your credentials, but okay. at least here you can say whatever you want. So stupid. Can you yeah, tell me more stupid. about that. Um, so just uh, giving them the permission to um, grow as learners and mm -hmm. to persevere, develop perseverance. Yeah. Um, as well as develop study habits, organization, time management. I think that those are essential skills that they're going to need. Students okay. are going to need not only for the current grade that they're in, but for post-secondary studies and for life. And so that's mm -hmm. what we're trying to prepare students for, not only um, not just the for grade, school, but for exactly. life as well. Yeah. yeah, and so all of these things will contribute to that. Okay, so yeah. I find it really interesting, you mentioned stupid. So what would an example of a really <laughs> stupid student look like? No, that's what we're trying to um, teach against. So a lot of times people think that they are either intelligent or stupid okay. or they are skilled or they are unskilled in okay. a specific um, skill such as math mm -hmm. or even like skateboarding yeah. um, but we're 
trying to convey the message to students, and this is called the growth mindset. Yeah. This is something that all of our tutors are on board with and that they try to um, include in their sessions. And yeah. the growth mindset is just saying that everyone has potential mm -hmm. to improve in a subject if they just put forth the effort. So um, focusing on improvement over perfection. So a parent comes to you and says, okay. my kid's kind of dumb. Um, this may or may not be my own story here. And they say, all right, Steph, here's my dumb kid. My, and uh, go ahead and fix them. Now you mentioned that you want to work against this uh, kind of label or this, this yes. mindset that's kind of happening to a lot of students in the public education yeah. system where you're either smart or dumb. How would you explain this to a parent? I think, well, I always tell the parents and I tell the tutors too that it's a team effort. So it's the, t the tutor, the student, the parent, and the teacher that are all working together as a team mm -hmm. to um, improve student success and student achievement and so if the parents mindset is hindering the students growth then I think that we need to educate the parent on um, how to adopt a growth mindset or the importance of growth mindset so they too can feed into their yeah. child through that way let's just say you have to start this business all over again okay what would you do differently this time um, I think the first thing I would do differently is to find a community okay. sooner than later um, and so a community that is willing to um, journey with you and to um, provide you with accountability and support. Um, I think the journey of entre entrepreneurship is pretty lonely and I think that we as entrepreneurs often experience unique struggles that um, people with 9 to 5 jobs don't face. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, different types of insecurities, different challenges with clients, uh, financial struggles um, and whatnot. So I think having that group of people that you can connect with and mm -hmm. support um, each other through the journey will be beneficial. Yeah. Um, and also just, um, it's a constant learning journey. And yeah. I think having people who can spur that um, learning is good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, definitely better than not being surrounded by people who or are- Or by doing it alone, right? Yeah. And feeling isolated or dejected or um, having moments of um, more mm -hmm. confidence. So when did you realize that you need to find that community? When? Uh, How long into the journey? Maybe like a year in, um, I think. I don't know. Year in, you're like, this sucks. This is so bad. <laughs> I'm gonna um, give up. I think I just had a lot of questions mm -hmm. uh, around a year in of how do I handle these situations yep. or a lot of my struggles were being repetitive, uh, being re repeated, and were um, I only had myself to think through them, and no one, none of my friends or my um, peers had been going through the same thing, and so I think at that point I realized I need to have people who can encourage me and, and keep me on track. Um, yeah. Yeah. My friends are all like, "Oh, the coffee machine at work broke again. Oh, what was me?" Yeah, totally different struggles. I can't believe this. Can you believe I have to stay an extra half an hour at work? <laughs> You're so lucky. You get to yeah. walk 30 seconds to your desk and 30 seconds home. I have to commute two hours. <laughs> what? Familiar, dude? That sounds, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't commit two hours. I commute a total of four every day. You just zoom through all those questions like really quickly. Yeah. Did you like plan and like script them all? Kind of. Okay. I told you I wanted to prepare. To, wow! Yeah. You have like a whole, what is, how big is that doc? It's just page. But I just copy and paste the stuff from my website. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So. If you want, we can go into. You can just ask me more specific questions and you can just get them in. Okay. I don't know. I'm not a really good talker. See how you're talking right now? This is actually more natural. Yeah, I'm trying to talk quiet. <laughs> no, it's gonna. It's a shotgun mic. It's like gonna pick up everything. Oh. <laughs> Why do you think I have the big thing hanging on top of the camera? It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be interesting because the first half of this podcast is gonna be like, hi, I'm Steph. This is my script. And then now, hello, I'm a real person. I'm more than just my script. <laughs> oh no, it's like, you've caught me. me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right? you better not put this on. <laughs> yeah, so now that I've got you to pop that, oh my goodness, is that my battery running out or is that my. Dead. All right, before we continue with the show, here's a quick and shameless self-plug. So Start My Biz, what we do is we help businesses get registered and to file their taxes. All the mandatory but boring and headache-inducing things. Uh, if you're not in the place where you want to start your business yet, but you want to check if your business name is available, uh, follow the link to our website where we'll actually do a free preliminary name search for you. And then uh, we'll stay in contact with you to answer any questions that you have at this time. No obligations to purchase. Fine. You want to reverse the uh, the interview role? You want to like, take control of this podcast and ask what me questions? What value community did you find beneficial in your entrepreneurial journey? What value of community did I find beneficial in my journey of is entrepreneurship? That, is that, no. What value? What benefit did you find? Com- what? You know what I mean. Much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, the value of community in entrepreneurship. I would say um, everything, everything. Because yeah, like you, you, like you mentioned. Great um, answer. <laughs> for me specifically, it's, I'm kind of used to be, I don't want to say like, I'm used to being lonely, I'm used to working alone, right? So I'm used to working with people, but then um, that just got me into this really weird place in life where it's always me by myself doing things um, and, and feeling like nobody really, understands me mm-hmm. partially it's because of my own design because I created a circumstance around me where I'm not um, communicating with like-minded people on similar missions to my own so with entrepreneurship mm-hmm. I love being part of a community where everyone else is doing something different right like where everyone else right? is doing something a little different yes so if I'm hanging around with people who are doing the same thing then it, it's a bit of like an inbred feedback loop yeah. where we're talking about the same things mm-hmm. we're talking about the same problems um, yeah, there's always going to be some who are a little bit further ahead, but then it gets a little bit boring for mm-hmm. me, right? I'm, I, I'm kind of, look what I'm doing here. Like, what does this have to do with the main business, right? I like um, being connected. Yeah, and also it's, um, it's, I find out like growth in any area, in any aspect of life happens when there's a lot of communication back and forth. So if I'm connecting with people from different industries, oh, just things blowing up behind us here. <laughs> Don't mind the steampunk sounds happening. Um, so if I'm connected with people from different industries, different backgrounds, different uh, job roles, missions, and I hear from them their challenges, their uh, problems, there's always a lot of crossover, or there's always a lot of uh, standard practices in different um, industries that mm-hmm. I could bring on and adopt into my own. Yes. Uh, things that like yeah. I would never have thought of. So yeah. that's where I find um, a lot of value to creative, like uh, creative work. So mm-hmm. people who are doing like. Um, a lot of design work, doing a lot of client work, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I come from a sales background myself, so when mm-hmm. I hear about people's different issues and how people um, communicate with the clients in their field, it really helps me because sometimes I go, oh, I have a client that works in the industry. Oh, I work with someone who had that kind of background. And then I could really get in, uh, more into the mindset of someone who's from that 
industry yes. from practitioners of that yeah. industry mm -hmm. who are not my clients. That was a great idea. Just like a fly, just zooming about It'll here. add some interest in the video, some visual interest. Yeah, I won't have to put, if I forget to put a note there, you're just going to see us like dodging here <laughs> back and forth. And it's like, what are they, what are they doing? Like, what, what's in the coffee? Like, any more questions? Since you've hijacked my in, my podcast. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the growth mindset? Do you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? I'm making a lot of assumptions based on what I think a growth and fixed mindset okay. is. Can you clarify specifically sure. so I'm not like answering based on like the wrong assumption here? Sure. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can you answer based on? I'm not gonna cut that out. <laughs> I think I think like the bloopers are part of the entertainment value here. So to my understanding, yeah. um, a growth mindset is... I hope you understand it. Is, <laughs> is just an attitude that you can always improve on something, as okay. I mentioned before. Um, so developing grit, which is pass passion and perseverance mm -hmm. um, to the end goal. Um, and I think a, uh, a good illustration of a growth mindset or grit is the story of the little train that could. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Where the little everyone passes by this train that's broken, yeah. and big ones come by, um, and they're like, "Oh, I can't. You're not worth it." But then this mm -hmm. little train comes by and um, moves the what do you call it? The, the I don't know. It like trains. Sorry, I'm not in the train industry. <laughs> I may have had like relatives what? in the past who are part of the train industry, but personally, no. Um. So it's a history joke. <laughs> so yeah, just um. <laughs> Um, yeah, the little train that could, yeah. just pushing along and chugging along and um, believing in themselves and then being able to do it. Uh, whereas the fixed mindset is more, um, you're either smart or you're not smart. Okay. Um, and you're going to stay that way for the rest of your life. Okay. Yeah. I am definitely not a fixed mindset. Okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this. Um, now, the question then is, to what degree of a growth mindset do I have? I think you could be fixed and growth in different areas of your life. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. But in general, I'm, I'm like the weird guy. Uh, I, I like to just test out weird ideas. Some, a lot of times just to see what would happen. Okay. Right, like why can't you pour a shot in bubble tea? I, I'm for that. Exactly, Wait, it's awesome. Have you tried out. it? <laughs> no. There's a fly, that fly is really distracting. Yeah, I think it's I think attracted to you. Thanks. Probably, to be honest. Um, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Back to your original question. Mm -hmm. um, now we're talking about the little train that could. Yeah. Growth versus fixed yep. mindset. Um, I think I've always had a growth mindset. I don't know where it comes from. Um, it might be just something I'm born with because I was raised with a very fixed mindset type of family. Mm. Right. It was essentially, mm. would you say it's a fixed mindset if um, there, you know, the, the typical immigrant um, narrative for how they want to raise their children is get a good education um, so you can go to a good university. Sorry, get good, good grades so you can get a good university education and then get a good stable job. And then your life will be okay. Otherwise, you'll have no future. Would that be considered a fixed mindset? Because it's one pathway and there's really no deviation left or right on any way else to approach um, this complicated journey that is life. Mm, I don't know if I would call that a fixed mindset because I think it's very uh, independent. Like mm. it's how you felt or how your your brain process or thinking process through that journey as opposed to your situation or your environment. 
So I can give you an example for myself. I think I had a fixed mindset growing up because all through elementary school, I had always received good grades without trying. Mm -hmm. um, and so I thought I was naturally smart um, relative to my peers. Mm -hmm. And then as school became more challenging and I didn't, I started to not get as good grades, yeah. I thought I was stupid. Okay. Um, when in actuality, I just needed to put forth more effort. Yeah. And I think everyone needs to put forth more effort in different areas of their life that um, yeah. they might not be as strong in. Yeah. I'm definitely putting zero effort in my physical fitness right now. <laughs> I've been thinking about working out for years. So I've actually been, I'm yeah. reading a book and it's called, it's Grit by Angela Duckworth. I think her name is. I think I saw, I heard about the TED Talk solid title. Didn't yeah, yeah, click yeah. On it. So she has a TED Talk yeah. too. And she was saying, um, that there was a study, I believe it's a Harvard study, the five minute treadmill mm -hmm. study where um, it's at a steep incline and a fast pace and the men who persevered longer on that on that task mm -hmm. actually um, fared better in life. They had a higher income, better marriage, yeah. um, better social life, etc. So okay, there so is a correlation that explains my income, marriage, social life, <laughs> and because <laughs> I can't even handle five minutes on a treadmill. <laughs> No, that's interesting because at it's... At a steep incline and a fast oh, pace. Oh, at a steep incline on a fast pace. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. And that's interesting because it's... I don't know. I don't know if that... Did she talk about if it was a causal relation or if it was more of a correlation? I don't know. You have no idea? <laughs> I don't know. Why cite the source if you can't back up the data? Oh. I don't know. She just summarized it. Right? Correlation does not equate to causation, people. So if you cannot run five minutes consistently every day on a steep incline treadmill, like myself, it doesn't mean that, oh my goodness, the batteries are running out. Uh, doesn't mean you're, you're, uh, you're screwed. They're growth mindset. You're not fixed. You can just get on that treadmill. Do as I say, not as I do. So if our audience here wants to learn more about what it is that you do, or if we have some uh, people who want to get some more income as a teacher doing mm -hmm. something they know and love, how do they get in contact with you? You can find us on Instagram at, at Leapfrog Learning Tutors. That's all for this interview. So don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell to stay up to date with the different interviews that we have with more business owners.